0: So oh, t- t-
1: Episode. I haven't got my notebook. What is
2: our numbering system on this? Is this a uh, 22 short flims, oh, or is this oh, a standard yeah, hang on. numbered episode?
1: Yeah. So this is this is instalment four of 22 short flims.
2: I guess it's three. Are we counting this as the first viewing of the movie that is on that instalment? The previous two having been part of the standard canon of *Puss in the Kettle*, oh, *Springfield*. That's a good
1: point. Um, yeah, I suppose we are. Has,
2: has our numbering system gone too complicated for a podcast with no listeners? I don't think that that's the case. <laughs> I know it's... iTunes recently was trying to crack down on, like, numbering systems on podcasts, and I said to our pal Elliot over at the Simpsons Index, I'm just going to ignore this, I'm just going to pretend they're not doing any of this. Yeah, because now they're saying they don't want episode numbers in the title. Yeah, but, you know, because... fuck that, I, we didn't fix anything, and our download numbers are only going up, but so also, fine. But also, hey iTunes, how about, like, how dare you tell people how to name their content? <laughs> I think they did have to walk that back a bit because everyone was like, what the fuck, what the fuck iTunes?
1: Imagine if iTunes were like, oh, guys, so we've got a new rule uh, for all you musicians out there. The first song can no longer be called Intro. <laughs> it's like, how dare you tell people what they can and can't name their content? Wow. All right. So, 22 Flims. As you would have heard in our most recent episode, which featured E-Train of The Simpsons Index... We're watching The Simpsons Movie to cap off Season 5. Yes, everyone's favourite movie. Okay, so we're going to watch
2: The Simpsons Movie and talk while we're watching it, because we thought the idea of just sitting here watching it again and then having the discussion seemed like a tedious thing to do. We thought we should mix it up. A A little
1: bit. Extremely tedious. We didn't want to get on the T train. Yes. The tedious train.
2: And you can already listen to us talk about this movie on Episodes 8 and, I don't know, like 21, something like that.
1: Sure. All right. I really don't want to hit X to start the movie. I'm just going to swing my mic out of the way and hit X. Oh,
2: we need to do like a little countdown thing. So if somebody wants to watch the movie with us, they can sync it up. Okay. On the off chance that one of the three
1: listeners who might do that does it. I just got an electric shock from my mic, which is a, which bodes well. <laughs> oh, an electric shock which caused my computer to stop. That's weird.
2: Uh, it's going now.
1: Oh, God. I hope that's not going to cause any weird sync issues. It looks fine.
2: Everything's probably Everything's
1: fine. probably fine. Whatever. Even if this episode turns out to be horrendously out of sync and awful, just <laughs> upload it. Who cares? It's a, it's a free podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to hit play in. Uh, wait, I've got to pick up the remote. Oh, All right. God. Do a countdown
2: from uh, 25. All right. 25, 24,
1: 3, 2, 1. I've hit X. Oh, it didn't do anything. No, it's going... Oh, it's oh, a slow fuck. DVD. Oh, oh no. I, I hit X as the menu started as loop, <laughs> which means I did not... Oh, man, that's it. Okay, if you
2: start the movie, go back to the menu now. <laughs> Unless you're watching on Netflix, in which case, uh, I guess you don't have to do that. Is okay.
1: This, is this controller even connected?
2: <laughs> right, I've hit play. Right. Okay, here we go. Movie right. is going to start playing. Why uh, is this so rig-er-ball. hard? Little environmental protection agency. Oh thing. that's right. Oh yeah. that's right. It's a warning that's part of the film. Yeah. Oh okay, yeah, movie started. Oh, I'd forgotten about this uh this aspect ratio again this started. Is this the academy no, this is not the academy ratio. This is like a you're good with aspect ratios.
1: <laughs> Which ratio is this, Nick? Um excellent question. Uh I think it's just sixteen by nine, but smaller. Hmm. We're looking at maybe
2: cinemascope here.
1: Yeah, possibly. No, I think cinemascope is wider than this. I think this is sixteen yeah. by nine, but with black bars embedded into the top and bottom to ironically indicate that we
2: are watching a uh, a movie within the movie. Because at I the think. Moment.
1: Yeah. Okay, that's right. Movie yeah. within the movie. We are watching the itchy and because scratchy. I know that there are a few. So back in the days of uh, a three x four, when three x four was the standard TV definition, yeah, and things wanted to do the sixteen by nine closer to cinema, yeah. Actually, I think cinema is eighteen by nine. But anyway, um, uh, lots of DVDs have those black bars coded into them. Yep, yeah. um, which is ridiculous because then if you go to watch that DVD on a bigger screen, they're coded into them as opposed to having like a reflexive. Thing where it can just you know because nowadays they just fill yeah. fill the screen. You case on
2: VHS as well. There'd be the distinction between the full screen and the widescreen
1: versions of the movies. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember being a kid, and my my fa- my preferred setting on the TV that I had in my bedroom was like the the center zoom thing or something, because I was like, oh, well, it oh, means, yeah. means the heads in the middle of the screen are slightly bigger. <laughs> and now it's like, yeah, but I'm missing all the framing that the camera person has done. Yeah, which is a weird thing for you to care about, really. <laughs> yeah.
2: As a non-movie person. Yeah, it is true. So lots of little rockets. <laughs> I mean, frankly, it's the... weird how much you know about aspect ratios. <laughs> 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 Uh, I think. It's I mean, be- I gave. I literally gave a lecture on aspect ratio
1: the other day, and I don't remember quite as much as you do. <laughs> I think it's because of my interest in photography. Okay. Yes. I think that's what actually. Because something, um- <laughs> the fact that I mentioned Cinemascope and you knew what it was <laughs> caught me off guard. To be honest. <laughs> Homer's pointing at us, and the the titles are now. Oh uh, yeah,
2: The Simpsons movies playing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there we go. The ratio just expanded. Uh, Frank pulls back the
1: curtains. Giving us the full frame. Burnsy fell over. Yep. I suppose we can't just do a play-by-play on the, all the things that are happening.
2: <laughs> I don't see why not. All right. Oh, Martin's up the flagpole. What a little scamp. It's a possibility there'll be people listening to this who have not seen this movie.
1: <laughs> well, to them I salute you.
2: <laughs> oh, your favourite band is playing, Nick. Green Day. Oh, Green Day. Wow. Uh, about a year and a half ago, one of our listeners on iTunes sent us the Green Day cover of The Simpsons theme uh, as a nice little gift. Yeah. I uh, haven't listened to it back, but uh, nice to have. I mean, we get the vast
1: majority of it in this song. Should we have turned subtitles on? Oh, I can. <laughs> or do we We know the movie, don't we? No, that's we? fine. I can turn subtitles on. I'm just going to swing my mic away. Oh, can you do it without
2: turning off the thing? Let's see if Nick remembers the... Yep, ooh, Nick's got it. Oh, there we go. Uh
1: How do I get rid of that menu? There we go. Oh, oh those those fucking subtitles look so bad. <laughs> yeah, they do. They're very pixelated aerial bold. Man. So, the, the environmental message- I had a really good font pickup yesterday, by the way. Okay, let's focus on that instead of the thing I was going to say about the movie. I, because I mentioned Ariel Bold, someone, hand, <laughs> someone was showing me a document and they were like, look, look at this fucking document. You prefer a bold Ariel, like Ariel Winter. Oh, I do prefer Aerial <laughs> Winter. Um, and uh, but someone said, "Look, look at this! What stupid font is that in?" And I look, took one look and said, "Oh, that's Monotype Corsiva." <laughs> and then someone Googled Monotype Corsiva, and I was bang on. Is this entire episode just going to be a list of the things you inexplicably
2: know a lot about, of not having much involvement in the <laughs> in scene in around? Them? In anything, I know. Like, I don't think I've ever seen you operate a camera. <laughs> um. Uh, I have one. I've taken some really nice photos with my camera. Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Oh, hang on.
1: What <laughs> have I might I ever be able seen
2: to you use your phone to take photos. Oh, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I use my phone all the time. But um, <laughs> in an indication of how much I give a fuck about the Simpsons movie, I'm now going to. Take... <laughs> it was your idea to rewatch this movie. <laughs> I'm now going to take one of my favourite photos that I've taken and throw it up onto the big screen. Okay, sure. Uh it won't stop the movie playing, and then I can just exit back out of it once I find the photo.
2: See this whole uh there's a lot of weird religious stuff in this movie. Let my pickles go. We've got this uh bad gay joke on the screen right now. We have this whole scene where they're in the church. Oh, that is a nice photo. Thanks. That's your friend who I won't name in case they don't want their
1: name yeah. on the podcast. It's my friend and a greyhound backlit. Yeah. And I love the way the light is catching the the bottom of the greyhound's jaw. Yeah. It's
2: it's you've got that sort of like a harmonious glow over the top of her.
1: Yeah, I call it Lion King light. Some people call that it line Jesus that light. Know,
2: splitting the splitting the photo. Interesting. Oh, yeah. well, here we go now. Grandpa is having a little seizure on the floor. They never explain what this was really all about, or whether he was having some sort of vision from God, or whether he's just being a weird old man. This movie never comes
1: back to this. Grunting and groaning. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh that's a, another the thing that annoys me about a lot of the religious stuff in the simpsons is that it's just so pedestrian yeah homer was then flicking through a holy bible saying this book doesn't have any answers all right welcome to like year eight level <laughs> atheism <laughs> like w- what scintillating wit do you have simpsons writers how did you go at atheism school again <laughs> Uh, Passed with flying colours. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I had another one of those fascinating chats. So, <laughs> in in another edition of stuff that Nick has a very granular knowledge of. Yes, I had a chat with a very religious person the other day. About the different translations of the Bible,
2: oh, that checks out.
1: <laughs> yeah, and she told me what religion she was like, her family was in, and I was like, oh, "Okay, so you'd be using the King James version of the Bible." She's like, "Yeah, how'd you know?" <laughs> like, it's like just one of these things that I know.
2: <laughs> I don't understand because you don't
1: read <laughs> books or anything. No, I don't. <laughs> Where are you getting this knowledge from? The last book I read. Uh, actually, the last three books I read are all on the right-hand side of that bookcase. Oh yeah. So there's Raw by Samantha Jane Lane about the first season of the AFL Women's competition. Sure. There's Seinfeldia, which my sister gave me I for a read Christmas that present. Yep. And then above that is Laura Jane Grace's autobiography. The, sure. The title of which is a slur that I'm not comfortable using, even though she called yeah, it she that she to reclaim it. You can't. Yep. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Uh, what? Why do you think of Seinfeldia?
1: Um, you know what? Book review
2: corner on posing in the Key of
1: Springfield. Seinfeldia was one of those things where... Because Seinfeld is another deep well of not... Our oh, Homer's Homer hammer got a hammer in his eye. eye. I don't like this gag. No, nah, hammer in his eye. I find it upsetting. Um, Seinfeldia is... Uh, sorry, Seinfeld is one of those things where I... Recording's oh, being a little weird. Com- the Computers being very janky. Yeah. Should be fine. Everything will be fine.
2: It's alright. We can keep talking about Seinfeld, I think
1: it's picking up on what we're saying yeah I'm t- I just get nervous when it does that because we've had problems with this before yeah it must be doing a fucking like bloating a background update or something sure um what's Purvis
2: nervous Purvis I yeah. know a guy whose surname is Purvis maybe they're talking about him
1: oh is he, is he a particularly
2: jittery type of person No not at all all oh, right if anything he could stand to be more jittery. Oh, are you saying he's too cocksure? He's a cocksure Purvis, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: you seem very concerned about this recording. Yeah, I know, and you're yeah. not, and it's weird because normally I'm <laughs> the one breezing through saying who cares. Uh, I might just hit stop and start a new file once I find out what's happening. So we'll be yeah. back in just a moment. Okay, we are back. The playtime. Is at nine minutes flat. So exactly if anyone nine minutes. if anyone wants to re-sync themselves, because the other thing we have to keep in mind, James, is that if that recording was choppy, we may have actually got out of sync <laughs> with uh, away from real time. So we're yeah. at, we're at nine minutes in. Three, two, one, play. This movie is also about five minutes shorter than I thought
2: it was. Yeah, yeah eighty three minutes. The disc it's six minutes longer than Stuart Little Two.
1: The disc took a few seconds to spin up, so my countdown is pointless. <laughs> it's but
2: fine. Everything's fine. Nobody's thought about this movie except us in <laughs> about five years, I think.
1: I can't get over how, poor, how poorly rendered the font is.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is just a, a DVD thing from this era. Like, if you watch a movie that's in a foreign language, quite often the subtitles have a lot more effort put into those. I love how...
1: Um, After all these years, you still think that it's possible that I'll watch a DVD in a foreign language. (laughs) Films from other cultures? Preposterous. (laughs) Preposterous. Well, I never. If it doesn't have Vin Diesel in it, I'm not interested. (laughs) I don't know who Vin Diesel is. You don't know who Vin Diesel is? No, I do know who Vin Diesel is.
2: (laughs) He's like the rock light. (laughs) You know, sometimes when you fight the street, the street fights back. He lives his life a quarter mile at a time. He,
1: he is the one that is both fast and furious. Yes. Now, what were we talking about? Seinfeldia? Yeah. So my review of Seinfeldia, if we're going into book review corner. Yes. Is Seinfeld is one of those very deep wells of knowledge that I have. Yeah. Um, and so reading the book and the book sets it. Well, sorry. The reviews of the book are like oh, my God, such a deep dive into the yeah. into the ephemera around Seinfeld, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm reading through most of it going, kind of already knew that. Uh, yes. The only thing I found truly shocking in there was that Jerry was, like, late 30s and started dating a 16-year-old or something. Yeah. Yeah, I wish Which I, is one of those things you know,
2: probably should have known about. They just... Yeah. They don't want people to think about that too much. They don't want people
1: to think about that. And also, it's one of those things where I'm... Su- Surprised that that knowledge is. Sorry, that that fact is public knowledge, and everyone's just kind of gone, ah, oh, we'll give Seinfeld a pass.
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the 90s, people tend to give things a pass if they happen long ago enough.
1: I think it, there are, it are some I mean, It's bad. It's, there, there are it's some, bad there that are, he did that. There are some current examples of things that were happening in the 90s that show that people do not necessarily just give them a free pass. Yeah, I mean,. That's a complex issue to dig into, mm. but yes. Yes. Oh, So now, speaking of things that should not have been given a pass. Um, uh, we're going to see Bud's fishy little dick in a moment. Homer just told his son that he has to get nude in public. Uh, oh. We get another very bad
2: gay joke of Ralph seeing Bud's fishy little dick and saying, I like men now, because that is how homosexuality works. You get turned by seeing a dick.
1: You, you just see one. Yes. That's all you need. I'm about to see it. There it is. Oh. He's got weird shaped balls. We didn't need that. The thing the thing that I find um strangest about this scene is that for someone The cop takes a shot at a little boy and is played for laughs. Yeah, there is that. Yeah. Um and also he's um uh he's not pushing on the skateboard, but he retains at incredible speed. Yes he does.
2: There's a little ongoing thing on The Simpsons where Bart is an incredible skateboarder that is, uh, you know, kind of one of those things where Bart maybe doesn't get his due for how good he is at a thing.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's right. The handcuffing naked to... Oh. Yeah, it's hard to find this amusing. Uh, with this...
2: Mm. Hmm. I'm not into this. My my feeling. There
1: are there are in this scene. There are three adults wearing jackets, and not one of them has taken their jacket off to cover Bart's parts. Fishy little dick yeah. parts. Yes. <laughs> this this is this is such a ridiculous premise. And yeah. we're, we're we're eleven minutes into this movie, yep. and we've seen several people willfully assault a little boy.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, that shouldn't be the case in this
2: animated movie with a PG rating.
1: Indeed, uh, for penis, good.
2: <laughs> Fucking, okay. And now uh, Homer is—he's uh, just ratted his son out to the cops. He didn't bring—he didn't bring pants for his son. It's a weird movie, Nick.
1: Yeah, I'm not into it. <laughs> not into it at all. <laughs> you were so excited watching this again uh to be fair what i was excited about was the idea of getting the reaction from you and (laughs) from you and e-train um and then it's almost like you shouldn't set yourself up for horrible ideas just based on the reaction (laughs) you might get from two friends did my
2: reaction meet your expectations because i expected you to have such a wild idea although I was talking to one of our listeners the other day. I think this is a wild idea. Just to be <laughs> clear, I was talking to one of our listeners the other day, and he was so much more impressed by the twist. Oh, <laughs> really? Rested, yeah. It's like, oh, what a twist! Oh, fuck! That's <laughs> I did satisfying. not see that coming.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, oh, sh- I, I didn't cop the Mexican racism. Saying one of our listeners, like he's a good friend of mine, but you know, I didn't cop the uh, the Mexican racism in the first. First viewings of this film, Mexican racism. Yeah, Krusty says, "You know, here's my new burger. It's got like eight bits of bacon and whatever. If you find a greasier sandwich, you're in Mexico."
2: That is a weird line.
1: I, oh, no, I'm not not a fan of that. Not on board. Um, who, no, no, very bad. J- just just off mic for a moment. Who was the listener? Was it Mark? No, it's Oh, Dwight. All right, cool. <laughs> hey, <Dwayne. laughs> um, Uh Cool. Well, I'm glad someone enjoyed the twist. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what a time. I mean, are you not enjoying it right now as we sit here watching this fucking movie? <laughs>
1: to be honest, I've not taken in much of the movie <laughs> because we're just having a nice little chat. We're having a nice little chat. <laughs> a nice little chat. So, Seinfeld, felt here. I had
2: a similar reaction. I oh, thought yeah. uh, just um, a lot of what I was reading like, oh, is this not common knowledge?
1: Yeah. <laughs> this uh And I think because you and I are quite obsessive
2: people. And we probably like there's a lot of that stuff was covered in the special features on the DVDs, yes. I think. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Like the time when Michael Richards threatens to uh bash, uh, bash a Louis Dreyfus's head in yeah, with a four it's good that
2: Michael Richards never did anything controversial again
1: after that. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I do enjoy what watching those special features when I was a kid I was like wow this guy actually genuinely appears unhinged yeah in like all the decisions he makes yes um and even some of the stories he tells where he's like you know I oh, I don't play golf people invite me out to play golf and I just pick up the ball and I just throw it and then when they say what are you doing he's like well I don't play golf well here's an idea don't accept the invite to go play fucking golf, then?
2: Don't professional comedians seem really tedious sometimes in the stories they
1: tell? Like, all those stories yes. are just about them
2: ruining an evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Bloody professional evening ruiners.
2: <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's a... I feel like I had a good joke I was going to make about
1: Seinfelter and I forgot what it was. It's oh, no. fine. I do enjoy... There are some photos at the in the middle of the book. I think they're in the middle. That classic book thing of, like, there'll be four gloss pages in the middle of an otherwise matte book, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, and they are the most 90s photos ever. I think I've talked about this on the pod, actually. When you say matte book, you're referring to a book of carpet samples, right? I am. <laughs> um, uh, but there are uh, the most 90s photos ever because they're not framed well. No one's posing nicely. And it's one of those things where I know lots of people complain about the Instagram generation and how everyone thinks they're a photographer now, but I am willing to bet money on the fact that the quality, the average quality of photos now, is better than the average quality of photos in the 90s. Oh, dramatically better, and not just in a um, like objective qualitative sense, but just in a people now have a much better idea of framing and composition and things like that yeah i'm gonna swing the mic away because they're exposed to so many yeah i'm gonna photos. swing the mic away and pull up the exact photo that i'm thinking of to show you
2: my mustache keeps brushing up against the mic has my mustache gone too
1: bushy <laughs> what do you think nick fucking we're getting into all the all the big <laughs> issues here <laughs> yeah we're getting into stash chatter now
2: as uh in the movie what's happening bud is connecting with uh, ned flanders next door Marge is, uh, what's she telling? She's telling Lisa. Uh, oh, something about like how men are great. Mm. Right, look, look, oh, we got look the spider this... pig scene. A scene that is inexplicably what? iconic.
1: Look at that, that top photo there.
2: Wow, nothing is happening in that photo. It is shit.
1: Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Even if it's just, I mean, it, yes, it's just two people sitting on a couch, but these days that would be better. Is it... Is it weird to have two separate scenes of Bart fishing in short space in this movie? Like, uh... Oh, but isn't it meant to show, like, Homer's bad and Flanders good?
2: Yeah. Does it work, though?
1: No. I don't really know why this subplot is in the movie. The... I don't
2: know what it adds to anything, like, Homer uh, Bart connecting with Flanders, because they just... Like, it only really happens in the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie, and then the whole they leave town thing happens,
1: and they can't really keep it going. Hmm. I think it's just, I think it's just meant to perhaps show that, because doesn't Homer gradually go and isolate everyone in the family? Yeah. Hmm. Um, well, at least it snapped a little notebook. What room is this? Lisa's in some huge... Yeah, the town hall got a lot bigger. The town somehow. hall got a lot bigger. So they
2: can do a bit of an Inconvenient Truth sort of setup. I see. What do you think of this movie's general environmental
1: theming and message? Does it actually have anything to say? Um, I think that this movie is well and truly baked into the... Oh, the scissor lift joke is so tedious! I think this movie's well and truly baked into the mid-2000s South Park. Uh, actually, both sides are as bad as each other type thing. Uh, I don't know that it's quite that bad. But no. Well, I mean, on the one hand, it's saying don't pollute the environment. On the other hand, it's saying look at how irritating it is when people tell you don't pollute the environment. Yeah. Um I mean, yeah, maybe it's not quite as bad as, you know... Isn't it kind of wild, like, when Al Gore put out that
2: documentary, like, a lot of people, you know, really took to and said, well, this is a very important message, and then, like, another part of the reaction was, isn't it irritating having Al Gore talk to us about this stuff, and mm. now, several years later, we're like, oh, no, okay, fuck, we fucked up. Yeah. Even, like, you know, South Park did that whole man-bear-pig thing, and I haven't watched that show in a long time, yeah. but they apparently... Fairly recently put out an episode where they're like, yeah, we were kind of wrong about that. Uh, Yeah. Bear pick is real. Yeah. That's the, uh, yeah. Ah, what do we got here? (sighs) Fat Tony's trying to dump a body. Oh, I'm Fat Tony over here. This is what my voice sounds like. Oh, perfect impression. Ah, Learn to listen, Lou. Learn to listen, Lou. Did you have a learn to listen, Lou, when you were a kid? What, like a toilet that teaches you how to hear? <laughs> Why would it be a toilet? Oh, a loo, Lou, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking of like, you know, a little doll or something that would help you learn how to listen. Oh. a toilet. <laughs> yeah. A toilet. I was like, what what would the mechanism be for a toilet that teaches you how to listen? <laughs> well, you sit down and you're taking a shit and you sigh and learn to listen. Lou's like, what's the problem, Nick? Ah, you know, just
1: uh, this kid at school, you know, he's been irritating
2: me. Sorry, been... that was an
1: extremely lazy subtitle. They just had a bumblebee man kicking, uh, kissing a donkey at a kissing booth. And the bracket came up as, sorry, the subtitle came up as bracket speaks in Spanish, bracket. <laughs> and all he was saying was like, holy crap, a donkey. I know how to say that in Spanish. Holy crap, un burro." Um. I mean, the Holy Crap! It's not <laughs> Mamma Mia <un> burro. Yeah. <laughs> Mamma Mia un burro.
2: I know how languages work. Uh, my bed there is just going to be you singing on the toilet and the toilet, like while you're taking a shirt telling you how to listen to people better. So I'm not going to go back to that. That's fine. I mean, it seems
1: like a, it seems like an invade I I don't need to be lectured in my one moment of peace throughout the day. <laughs> Your one moment of peace. Yeah. <laughs> what about when you go to bed and sleep at night? Oh, the voices don't stop. <laughs> oh, okay. They only stop when you're taking a shit? The voices only stop when I'm abluting. (laughs) Abluting. In the ablutions block. Okay, okay. I'm going to look up the word ablutions. I don't actually... I've heard, you know, toilet blocks and shower blocks referred to as ablutions, but I don't know what an abluting is.
2: Have you thought about uh, eating a a diet that's higher in grease so you shit more? Ablution
1: is a noun for the act of washing oneself. Okay. I see.
2: Ablution deserves a quiet set. What's happening here? Lard-Lad Donuts giving away free donuts. Mm. Okay.
1: Oh, uh, Wiggum's got donuts on his gun. He's eating the donuts off the gun. He nearly shot himself in the head. His big wiggy head. Homer's going to go and uh, dump this and then go to the donut place.
2: Why doesn't he just get donuts and then go back to the dump? It's an excellent question. Hmm. I guess because then it's, the movie wouldn't happen. It's like uh, that whole whatever movie it is where they couldn't just shoot the horses. I'm not going to get into. I've said that any time the podcast before. Listen to every previous episode. Black you'll Beauty? eventually get to that one. No, not Black Beauty. Sea biscuit.
1: Yeah, sure. Seabiscuit. I'm trying to think of all the horse movies. Hey, I'm Sea biscuit. Black Beauty. Sea biscuit. Is there a Disney
2: horse movie? Uh, what was it? It was like Spirit of Sommelier, Sommelier, what? No, that's... Spirit
1: of Sommelier. <laughs> <laughs> Spirit of Sommelier, yes. Yeah. It was about a horse that wanted to serve wine. Oh, uh, yeah, totally. Uh, I made a joke last night that got a pretty big laugh, but looking back on it, I'm not sure that it should have. Okay. A bunch of people were talking about horses, and someone said, oh, do you know that horses can't, can't vomit? And someone said, yeah, it's actually really bad because if they ingest poison or anything, you basically have to get a vet immediately out to stomach pump them. And I was just drinking a beer in the corner and said, oh, is it because they can't get the hoof far enough down their throat? <laughs> <laughs> and it got an enormous laugh and I feel like it's a weird joke to get a big laugh on. I like to
2: imagine you at these after work drinks sitting in the corner alone, just occasionally butting in with jokes.
1: I do. I'm
2: li- I, 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 I like to snipe with my jokes. <laughs> Uh, I'm just imagining you sitting there with, like, you know, one of those little flat caps, <laughs> just drinking your beer.
1: A flat cap? Well, have I got a flat cap on? Yeah, it's just better for the character. What, like a newsboy? <laughs> I guess. Extra, extra, read all about it. <laughs> extra, <laughs> extra, read all about it. Horses can't vomit. Horse can't, can't fit, hoof down throat. Can't fit, hoof down throat. Hey, there's nothing about a horse fitting a hoof down <laughs> throat in here. <laughs> well, there hasn't been a newspaper boy in this bar in 25 <laughs> years. The last newsboy we had went on to become a wine merchant. You're talking to the ghost of a sommelier.
2: (laughs) Why, here's a sommelier whisperer. Uh, The sommelier whisperer. Oh, we get President Schwarzenegger in a very weird gag that I've never really understood. I don't know why they're just uh, using Rainier Wolfcastle to be Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I mean, is that lazy? That feels lazy to me.
1: Yeah. Because I, I think we may have talked about this previously, but the thing I don't get is, Rainier Wolfcastle exists in the episode in, in the universe of The Simpsons. Yeah, I'm not sure that Schwarzenegger does. Yeah, it would have made more sense to have Rainier Wolfcastle as the president. Yeah, because then it would be—it's the obvious analogy to Schwarzenegger anyway. It's also weird that this,
2: like, the president is always just like whoever the actual president is. I've heard the president is on the line as 99 red. Balloons go by. Are you saying that love isn't always on time? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. That's good.
1: good Gabbo's back. Oh, and the art teacher was there. The another triumph guy.
2: Apparently he's going to be in the... It's called
1: Moe's Bar on that sign. Is it not just called Moe's? Or Moe's Tavern? Yeah. Huh. That's fucking strange. Well, I guess
2: why would the people making the movie <laughs> know or pay attention to yeah. those details? You know what is very strange about this movie? This is like the Simpsons movie. The Simpsons is famous for having a lot of, you know, big fancy Hollywood guest stars. All they have in this one is like Hank Azaria and a brief cameo by Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks Azaria? Yes. Surely they could have loaded the cast of this movie. Yeah. People would be lining up down the fucking street to be in the Simpsons movie. They yeah.
1: could have gone, uh, unless, they, unless they saw a script and said there are no circumstances under which I'm appearing in this movie. Could have gone like Ethan Hawke to be in the movie. Ethan Hawke could have been in the movie, Nick.
2: <laughs> Fucking your favorite actor, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke? Yeah. <laughs> of Reality
1: Bites? Yeah. Right. Well, oh, you don't like Ethan Hawke? Did you ever play Ethan Hawke's Pro Skater? It's I just- did, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, directed by uh, Paul Schrader. Okay, what is that is that a skating reference of shredding? No, but it could be. Paul Shredder. <laughs> developed by Paul Shredder. <laughs> Paul Shredder was the villain of uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, reboot. Oh,
2: ah, very good. He was just a safe man. All who right. To Shred. Cops are now shooting. There's a lot of at the dome. There's a lot of jokes about guns in this movie. Jokes about guns, jokes about guns. In fact, that is the third joke so far about cops misusing their guns. Yeah, that's very silly. Hmm. This movie's not very good. I don't know if we've made that clear. It's
1: really not. What men without Ruth could have done this to us? Ruthless madmen. Uh, I'm so bored. (laughs) We're barely even watching the movie,
2: and yet somehow it is still boring us. Even though we're just having a conversation as
1: friends, (laughs) I enjoy that... um, I'm just going back to subtitle corner. Yeah, I enjoy that because the Russ Cargill guys is clearly, a, a, because it's a, a voiceover, yep. they want it to appear different, so they've italicized the captions for Russ Cargill, but that mm. makes it look, if anything, more jagged and blurred. <laughs> yeah, there's a
2: weird little thing where the subtitles are meant to indicate it's being spoken by somebody who's not. In the room, I suppose. I suppose so. But he is on the screen. He's on a He's screen projected
1: onto a giant screen. Um Speaking of uh Jagged, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill, her album from nineteen ninety five, I think it is. Sure. That album really stacks up. Oh really? I was listening to that. Didn't I... we talk about this
2: last episode? Oh shit, did we? <laughs> Somehow Jagged Little Pill came uh, up. Really? I feel
1: like it might have. Alright, whatever. <laughs> um <laughs> it's good though. Maybe we'll need to review it on oh, the podcast at some point. Did we go into a disk discuss- I'd, I'd be down for that. Did we go into a discussion about, like, first albums we bought? Because that was one of my first. Yeah, I think we might have. Yeah, okay. Or well, was that in the Revolver episode? I thought it was the one with uh, Elliot. I don't know. Oh, with E-Train. Who knows? Yeah, maybe.
2: <laughs> kind of like this little joke where all the birds hit the dome and the cats are just yeah, standing that's, there. That's yeah, that's good. That's a fun little thing.
1: That Dome Sweet Dome. Oh, yep. I should do some knitting. Marge's knitting reminded me that I should knit. Yeah, that's close to a joke. Dome Sweet Dome. How is she only just now noticing that Mag is on the other side of the dome? I mean, how much time has passed? If she's been, if she's been able to knit an ode to the dome, hmm. a Dome Ode. Um, dome Ode
2: Arrogato, neck, uh,
1: Dome Yes. That weird little... Ah uh, yeah, she's thing. like jumping it back and forth. Oh uh, yeah, okay, energy. that's yeah, that's that's the general conceit of this movie.
2: Yeah, that they go through the sinkhole and then somehow nothing else can follow them, even though surely that proves that digging under the dome would be a viable. This joke is the worst. Uh,
1: Homer seeing a reflection and thinking that he's outside of the dome is so so dumb. Does that Homer have so... no? Does, does Homer have no proprioception?
2: Hmm. I mean, it's possible that he has no spatial awareness
1: yeah, no no awareness of his body in space.
2: he hasn't gone, I mean, like he's failing the Laconian mirror test basically, where you know he's seeing the reflection and he ha- he is recognizing it as himself, but he's thinking is some sort of you know it's an extension of himself rather than a reflection. I
1: see yeah, um uh interesting subtitle watch, um Ken Brockman's voice on the screen and it italicized captions once again. So, I think it's clear, in case anyone thought it wasn't, I think it is clear that italicized means voice on screen.
2: Sure. Good. Fantastic. Right. So,
1: the police have found Homer's big metal Pig phallus. Dick. Yeah. His big metal porcine phallus. It's so thick. Yeah.
2: Uh, we got a tweet from a listener the other day about how much we have ruined his life. Oh, I, wonder I, use the word I wonder if sack. I can
1: find that tweet and read it because I enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, there was a lot going on in that tweet. There was a lot.
1: <laughs> uh, 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 oh, I just bumped. Does that make a noise? Oh god!
2: I truly hate this sequence of the movie. I the, feel like when I saw this movie in the cinema originally, I quite liked this scene where the townspeople come for the family. On rewatch, it's like, this is too much. They are going too hard. It is like a scene out of Resident Evil 4. Too much, too soon, not earned. Yeah. Story checks out. And I guess, like, I don't know, like, you could make a comment on mob justice here. You could talk about how this is really the entire town's fault for ruining the river or, you know, like, this is a social issue. This isn't just on one guy or if it was on one guy it would be on like the one percent but you know they don't do any of that no they don't do any of that they just don't do anything interesting with any of the ideas they have in this movie really they legitimately don't like they have all these big themes and they're all just plot points like there's no message behind anything that happens in this movie
1: Hey, here's a tweet that I didn't see. Someone has asked us if they can get an MP3 of It's So Thick Isolated. Yeah, that's to... the guy. Oh, that's the same guy. Yeah, that's Matt. Alright, well I've got to find his other tweet where he mashed together all of our phrases. All of our phrases. And you go to his profile, you look at tweets and replies. Oh yeah, maybe that's the quick way of doing it. Yeah. I'm just going through all our menchies.
2: You can tell I'm in trouble because I'm already quite hungry. <laughs> didn't eat breakfast this morning. Oh, shit. Dickhead. But we'll have lunch afterwards. I'll just develop a sort of mania. This week, Um, in the classes that I teach, in one of the classes, I gave four workshops on, on a punctuation, and I've given this workshop many times before, but, you know, obviously it's not the most interesting topic, and... uh I find that I have to maintain a very high level of energy when I'm giving a workshop on punctuation. I see. Because I cannot rely on the students to be inherently interested in it. But I've given this lecture in my lifetime, maybe close to 30 times at this point. And by the end, like, by the fourth time, like, I was basically in a state of mania from keeping up this high-energy bullshit on this topic that is just not that exciting. At one point, I actually just shook my hand and said to the students, guys, I am so tired. I am so (laughs) sick of this content. (laughs) I have given this so many times. This is my last class of the week. I haven't been sleeping that well. (laughs) I'm just so tired of this. And they all just look at me blank. I'm like, let's let's get back to it. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Ignore me.
1: (laughs) What the hell happened to my little body, boy? So This sequence. I was
2: doing the thing. Sorry, sorry. Doing the thing. Just they have
1: a noose. Five
2: nooses, including one that is specifically set aside for the baby. That is. Far too dark. Baby noose. Yeah. Yeah. Baby
1: noose. Do, 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 oh, do, do, it
2: is. It's too much, Nick.
1: So. It's too much. I enjoy this tweet. What the hell happened to my little body, boy? <laughs> so thick! Common lettuce is the iceberg lettuce. It's crunchy in an egg flip universe with the ninth member of the Simpsons family. Don't you just read a tweet like that and feel like maybe we've made the world a worse place? <laughs> oh, I knew I'd made the world a worse place.
2: <laughs> I. I agree, I though. I emceed a, um, a little animation competition the other day. I was like the, the master of ceremonies for it. The master of ceremonies. For a little event. It's called Loop de Loop. It happens uh, bi-monthly. It's a very good animation event. And I was uh, hosting it. And, you know, it's like people submit their little animated things. The theme was pig. Some people put in these little, like, looping animations of pigs. Sure. And I watched that, and there was 100 of them submitted from all over the world. And I went up afterwards and said... uh don't you just feel, like, energised having watched this? Isn't this inspiring and cool and great? And now I'm thinking to, you know, the things that we create and the things we put in the world. I'm like, I'm tired. What have we done? Yeah. <laughs> have we ruined the world that I, bullshit?
1: I think this movie has done more to ruin the world than we have.
2: Yeah. There's a pig in this movie.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. It's all so there
2: is. connected.
1: Little spider pig. Oh, Santos El
2: Halper's kennel just got crushed in the sinkhole. If anyone in Adelaide would like to pay me to MC their event, I am available. I think I did an okay job. I have have no events coming up, but you can MC them anyway. Okay. I'll be like three MCs and one DJ, and that I'll be getting down with no delay. Oh. Mix Master Mike, what you got to say? Uh, editing, B. James. If you can be bothered, insert some record scratching there. But actually, don't worry about it. This don't is, worry about uh, it. You're not going to have much time to edit this one.
1: I I like the idea, perhaps, of um uh of you being three MCs that are um that are put together in a way that doesn't actually make sense in physics, and you'll be MC Escher. Ooh, cool. well, I like that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> This is a nice little scene of the little boy yeah. playing the little song for Lisa. I think it's impressive that the little boy who wrote... So Lisa couldn't hear the song he was playing, so he wrote the melody on the glass. But he wrote, he wrote it backwards. backwards. And do you know how difficult it would be to do a treble clef backwards? Yeah. Treble clefs are very curly. Uh, Nick, we all know how difficult that would be. Well, sorry, <laughs> I'll just get
2: back in my box. This is another one of those plot lines, Lisa having the crush on the boy... That the movie now must drop for basically the entire middle section. Yeah,
1: and <laughs> then- that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> he threw his binoculars at the dome and they hit him in the head. Yes, <laughs> take that, Cargill, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: I don't know. It would be. It would be nice if this movie was structured in a way where his plot threads didn't just disappear for like an hour. Yeah, or however long this middle section is.
1: only 37 minutes in fuck (laughs) this feels like we've been doing this forever yeah red
2: rash in is that fun i guess
1: i mean if you like rashes which i do of bacon because you're so epic fedora now here's the scene where the two cops hook up
2: and this is not played as a a gay joke, particularly, is it? Like, it's nice that the two cops are in love? I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
1: I think, I think they're just... It's weird, because there's
2: a bunch of, like, weird, icky gay jokes in this movie. Yeah, and then, and then we do just... that scene. Yeah.
1: And I wonder if, in the context of mid-2000s, maybe that was played as a joke. Oh, imagine. Two men in uh, positions of authority being gay. Imagine. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, yeah, all right, get on yeah, it.
2: good. It's like one of the fucking Marvel executives the other day said, uh... I think the world is ready for a gay superhero now. I think we can do that. I'm like, motherfucker, you could have done that any time. Any time. Yeah. If the world wasn't ready, you should have done it anyway. Yeah, right? You are the trendsetters now. You have the biggest franchise. It's up to you to lead the way on shit like this, but you won't. You're not going to fucking do it. I think the world is ready. It took you 22 movies to make a movie about a woman. Oh,
1: Jesus. so many movies. Yeah. Even and- like
2: fucking DC for all their faults, like- Two of the first four movies were about women.
1: And look, I'm I'm no expert statistician. Yes. I know that might be disappointing for you to hear, (laughs) but I reckon the split of male-female is more than 22 to 1. Yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of feel like maybe there should have been more representation of women earlier on in these Marvel movies. Look at me giving an opinion on a movie as though I could give a fuck. Maybe Disney's next movie
2: will be about a world in which there are 22 men for every Imagine one woman. a world
1: woman. in which there are 22 men for every one woman. Hmm. Coming this summer, new from Disney Studios. Jesus Christ, pick <laughs> it up yourself for once.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'd say that would be a bad movie, but it's just kind of what every movie already looks like, right?
1: Yeah, it's pretty much what every yeah. movie looks like. Except for Frozen, the only movie movie worth watching. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that real? Homer just said Alaska, a place where you can't get too fat or too drunk. Is that real? I don't know. Is it possible that you... Is he saying that it's impossible to get a hangover in Alaska because you can't get too drunk? Is I've he never... saying it's impossible to get diabetes in Alaska? Is there something about the cold temperature in Alaska that prevents hangovers and diabetes?
2: I get the sense that this movie had some sort of agreement with the Alaskan Tourism Board. Oh, the is ATV? This movie... Yes, exactly. The ATV. That's... <laughs> uh... ATB? Yes. Yeah,
1: that's what I said. Yes. Not the all-terrain vehicle. Yeah, the all-toints bulletin. <laughs> all-toints. <laughs> Toints.
2: Yep, that's what i settled on. Baby. The uh... all-toints bulletin. Because <laughs> this movie suddenly veers very dramatically into how great Alaska is. Yes. Yeah. It's a hell of a town. The... No, nah, I'm not going to get into a parody. I'm tired. Uh That's probably not a great thing to announce midway through a podcast. Uh I'm not going to make jokes. I'm too tired for that. (laughs) There's still so long left. Even though this is a very short movie. Yeah, right. Now, Homer's just opened the window and there are various billboards in different languages. Is this like a good or a bad thing in the movie's opinion? Um...
1: I, what he was saying with all those billboards in the background were America, a place where any American can get rich with no questions asked, and then it's clear that the Americans were not the ones doing the work, it was the Japanese and the Mexicans. That's my uh, interpretation of that. And now we get this wheel of death scene, which is a very weird
2: thing to just have in the middle of your movie.
1: No, but it sets up the thing at the end.
2: Yeah, but it's still weird. Yeah, it's not necessarily He makes his money, he just... This is one of those things where... This is a thing Homer shouldn't be able to do, but he just has to, so he does. Mm. It's, it's not good writing, Nick. It's not good writing. One of the two movies of the last twelve or so years I can think of that has a wheel of death scene. or the, what other, was the being other one, the Place Beyond the Pines. Ah, the Place Beyond the Pines. Yes, which is a better movie than this one. I see. It's got Ryan Gosling in it.
1: Your favourite goose. Look at him going around and around and around and around.
2: Yeah. There's just, like, there's no writing in this scene.
1: But also, as far as, like, um, as far as fairground attractions go, normally those challenges are things like the bike where the gearing of the handlebars is reversed, so when you turn the handlebars left, the front wheel goes right, or things like the ladder that's affixed at both ends that can yeah. rotate freely. Not things that'll kill you, like <laughs> yeah, ride a motorbike in a fucking ball. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> insane. I mean, something
2: like that is probably quite expensive to operate as well, I would think.
1: I mean, imagine how many motorbikes you have to buy. Because if yeah. someone gets to... The- oh, Mo's in his little underwear. Um, <laughs> if Oh, they're Duff branded underpants too. That's fun. That's a fun little touch. If someone... Just get a fucking test of strength thing going. Oh my god, Homer's eating a hot dog and I really want a hot dog now. (laughs) Hot dogs are, for the record, terrible, but the combination of tomato sauce and mild American mustard on a fatty, salty (laughs) vessel is one of my favourite flavour combinations. Have you had the hot dogs at the uh, little plug for
2: an Adelaide business that had treated us very well recently? Have you ever had the hot dogs at the Franklin Hotel?
1: Oh yes, I have They're fucking roll I had the one I had was uh the Adonis, I think the Greek themed one. yeah, I don't think they do that one anymore. Uh, it had, I like- was there the
2: other day and um we
1: I was there with someone
2: we split we got two we split them in half. I always guess get the standard one, which is really nice, but then we got this like Canadian like maple one. It was really fantastic. Excellent. Like, you know, like maple bacon and sautéed onion and just a bunch of other
1: ingredients. Maple bacon. Maple the bacon. um, The the one I had last was so ridiculously over the top because it had like... Uh, olives, nor- oh, was it? To- it had grated uh, normal cheddar cheese and feta cheese and halves of cherry tomatoes and oh, olives fuck. and rocket and something else. It was amazing.
2: Little uh, shout out to the Franklin Hotel on Franklin Street in Adelaide. Legitimately, one of my favorite bars in our city. I think, yeah, just a really nice place. Where, I enjoy.
1: Uh... I enjoy that they do. It's weird because I say that I enjoy this. I've never actually taken advantage of this promotion, but I enjoy that they do the mystery beer. Oh, I've done that many times. Yeah. See, I because I don't like lagers. It's always like, I'm always nervous about doing the mystery beer in case I get saddled with something I don't like. Um, but. Um, yeah, you you pay your money. They give you a brown paper bag. Inside it is a long neck. Usually, is it usually a long neck or is it, it can... it's not a long neck? Oh, okay. Yeah. In, inside it is a mystery bottle of beer. Yeah, I've done it a few times. I get like smiling samoy quite a bit in there. It's it's nice. I was yeah. there the
2: other day at a very nice mango sour beer. Ah, uh, sour beers are an interesting one. Mm. Yeah, I've been getting into them a bit more recently for reasons I'll get into when we're not recording.
1: But it's a uh, I see. Yeah. It's interesting because I'm a particularly sour person, so you'd think I would like the sour beers. Yes,
2: yes, yes, yeah. But you always—I don't know—you've got a fairly, you've got a much more narrow range of beers you enjoy than I do. I think. Uh, I don't know. You've said that to me before, and it really annoys me. <laughs> Does it? Well, it's okay. All I mean is like I'll often. Say like I like this kind of beer, and you'll say I don't like it for this specific reason. Yeah, and I never think about it in that much depth.
1: Like I'm open to enjoying any style of beer. Yeah, see, I I I do not enjoy lager. I routinely do not enjoy lagers. Yep. So if I have a choice, I will avoid a lager. Sure, I'm an aleman.
2: So they're in Alaska now. <laughs> In this yeah, movie that I guess we're still watching. And
1: Bart's <laughs> clapping to cause avalanches to bury his his little father. His little father, he do. Yeah. Oh, you, you know what Ooh, this I'm movie? Buried, I am. You, you you know what this movie
2: has not made clear. Uh, whether or not it's set within the Frozen universe.
1: No, no, no. Oh, that's an interesting idea.
2: Now that Disney owns Fox.
1: Um. No, what I was going to say was the movie has not made clear which one's Bart.
2: Oh. He's the little boy. Oh, he's the
1: little boy. Yeah, he's
2: the one in the you know the one in the little shorts? Yeah. Yeah, that's Barty Boy. Is he still wearing
1: shorts in Alaska? That seems cold. Hmm. Maybe he wasn't. Gnome sweet gnome. What does N O M E mean? Interesting. Is that an Alaskan word for like hut? <laughs> Potentially. Oh we get this uh Oh Do I
2: like this sequence, Nick?
1: Gnome is a city in Alaska. Huh. That's fun. How how's this? Nome is a city in the Gnome Census area in the unorganized borough of Alaska, United States. But unorganized borough is capitalized. Capital U, capital B. Uh, that's they, curious. They have an area called the
2: Oh. I think I like this sequence. This little like anime this little Disney sequence of the the um, creatures helping Homer and Marge to fuck. Yeah, they're
1: helping Homer and Marge to get undressed. It's a bit of fun. What movie is this meant to be parodying? Um it's just
2: like some sort of Disney. Is it like no, Snow White? Yeah, I yeah. think
1: it's Snow White. Yeah.
2: I like the reaction shot of the animals staying in the room. Yeah. when my judge get down. I like the Yeah. I feel like that's subtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The that's terror true. on their
1: face. It's good. I like it. You Speaking know, like of... they
2: don't overplay how disgusted the animals are.
1: Yeah, they just the animals have more of a shock. Yes.
2: Now, the Springfield Book Club running out of books for their book club- Is
1: not consistent with the idea of being under a dome.
2: Yeah. Because I mean, if a bookstore- they, Bookstores don't just carry one book. If there's a library in town, which there is. Which there is. Yeah.
1: And it is definitely close enough to the center of town that it yeah. is within the bounds of the dome.
2: Yeah, it's the implication that every month there were- How long have they been in this dome as well that this has become an issue?
1: What is the time frame on this movie? I don't know. I mean Kent Brockman is looking dishevelled.
2: And they show them attacking the dome and they start to crack it. You know. This should be like I guess Ken probably did actually say day so and so a moment ago, didn't he? We just went back oh, yeah, probably. Hmm. This movie to me it's not as good as Citizen Kane was, you know. Citizen Kane. I'm teaching a film studies course this semester, and my students actually watched Citizen Kane the other day. How'd it go? Uh, they didn't like it as much as I do. One of them did. Right. One of them said they loved it, and I had a good time talking to them, but you know what I mean?
1: High distinction for them. I mean, maybe. That's how it works. That's right. <laughs> you. You think the same as I do. You'll be rewarded. I shouldn't talk about the specifics of my students too much,
2: I guess. This is a... Uh particular student that I think is doing good stuff. But anyway... Sure. I really like my students this semester, Nick. They're really good. I yeah. hope if any of them are listening, you're doing a good job, and I'm enjoying having you in my class. Why would any of them be listening? <laughs> I go to great lengths to avoid mentioning the fact that I have a podcast. Yeah. Last year when I was teaching television studies, one of my students was like doing a project on The Simpsons, and I'm like, I... Can't recommend they look down certain avenues for no, research. exactly.
1: <laughs> Have do, to make sure they do not discover this podcast in their research. Do not go researching podcasts. Yes. Hey, look, it's Tom Hanks. Saying the US government has lost its credibility. Yeah. That's, uh, that's well, good.
2: They got Tom Hanks in this movie because they wanted the most trustworthy actor imaginable. Is that still the case? I would say so. Tom Hanks, he's pretty trustworthy. You put him behind the behind the uh controls of your plane and even if you hit some birds he'll land it on the hudson you know sully yes sully sullenberger yes clint eastwood's best film in the last 10 years at least i want to say
1: and one of the more curmudgeonly burgers <laughs> <laughs> the sullen
2: burger yes yes Aaron Eckhart has such a big mustache in that movie, much bigger than my mustache, Eckhart which is already Toll? brushing against the mic. I don't know how he would deal with it.
1: Eckhart Toll? Is that who you said? Eckhart Toll? Yeah. What? He's an artist. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. Aaron Eckhart Toll? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, just keep saying the name and eventually it'll get funny. I'm just doing my favorite thing of
2: like stupid word association. Here's a weird thing where Bart has drawn Flanders' face over a photo of Homer. Uh, and now Homer is viciously choking his son. As usual. As Bart says, diddly.
1: I mean, diddly it's diddly weird. Diddly. It's a weird thing. Diddly diddly diddly. <laughs> I'm genuinely losing the will to go on. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean... Goodness gracious me. We're getting it done,
2: though still fairly early in the day. Yep. I'm getting hungry, even though it's was only 12.15. I should have eaten breakfast. I've gotten in, like, a really good... I mean, obviously I haven't, because I didn't eat breakfast today, but I was in, like, a good breakfast pattern. I've reached the point now where if I don't eat breakfast, I notice it, and I think that's a good thing, you know? I see. Here's Homer playing a arcade version of Grand Theft Warrus. which is a weird joke, because the joke is just that it is Grand Theft Auto.
1: But it, but auto sounds a bit like walrus, I guess. And why would it be an arcade machine?
2: Eskimos. That's es- a bit better. Eskimos. Even good for a not, bar. I I mean the word Eskimo you're not supposed to use anymore. Yeah. You? Okay. Yeah. But still,
1: that's fair. Um. Okay. What would the bar be called if you use the correct? Oh, it'd be it'd be a it'd be a a, a spirits bar called Ginuit. Ooh, that's much better. Thank you. Now this scene,
2: the scene where Homer plays the VHS that Marge left him. This scene I have a difficult relationship with, because I actually find it very effective in a movie that has not earned this moment. I agree. Yeah.
1: I wish, though, because... Like,
2: Julie Kavner, I believe, had a cold when she recorded this, and it makes her sound ill. Yeah. And it is one of the best pieces of performances Julie Kavner's done in, like, the later run of The Simpsons, I would imagine. Yes. Before her voice was a shattered husk of a
1: voice. Before she kind of always sounded like this. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, But... Uh, there's one note that I would make. Yeah. So when Homer walks in and finds the, the VHS tape on the bed with a post-it note that says, play me in VCR, Yeah. it would have been a nice callback, I think, to have play me, oh yeah, with what, Marge, and then flick up <laughs> in VCR.
2: Oh, well, I like that. Yeah, right? Uh, but this, yeah, this is a nice scene. Uh, the fact that, you know, we see her get the wedding video earlier, now she's taped over it. You get the song, which takes us all the way back to season two. Really nice little scene. Unearned moment.
1: Unearned moment. I mean, this is a very professionally shot wedding video. Yeah. As well. (laughs) Yeah, that was like a that was like a a full rig tracking shot.
2: Yeah, and there is an extraordinary like, you know, background fade in the middle of it. Yeah.
1: Some like the production values on that. Some depth of field stuff going on. Yeah. Homer's sliding like down they got like Denis Villeneuve to film their wedding. Denis Villeneuve, yes. Oh, <laughs> Homer's on a little ice shelf that's shaped like a heart that broke apart, looking like every Green Day album. Or maybe it was like the Emmanuel,
2: Manuel. Uh, what's his surname? Lubinisk. The guy who shot Days of Heaven.
1: Who are you talking about?
2: Did he do Days? Of- no, that wasn't him. He did Tree of Life. Oh, you mean it doesn't matter. You
1: mean just like Heaven by the Cure. I'm
2: just thinking about cinematographers.
1: Oh. Uh, Sure, <laughs> oh, that's right. this character, yeah, this whole weird sequence the, with some sort the, of a, the busty Inuit, yes, yeah, this is um, Homer
2: gets taken in by a shaman who just sort of uh you know tells him to go and do whatever oh this there's a scene here that's gonna have weird aged a bit weirdly now that Disney owns the Simpsons, oh yeah, but putting on. But Brian is saying that a, he's the mascot of an evil corporation. In a Little Mickey voice. Little Mickey voice.
1: How real is boy. Little Mickey, by the way? How is Little Mickey? <laughs> yeah. He's he's so fine.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I mean, that blows my mind, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for picking up what I've written <laughs> yeah. down. That's one of those weird moments where I say it and I'm kind of staring at you going, you got it? Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, you got it. Here. <laughs>
2: <sighs> the thing is, he's so pretty and I don't understand it. <laughs> Mickey? Yes. Oh. Sure. Yeah. Ooh. A joke about government surveillance. A joke about the incompetence of government surveillance. Yeah. I feel like now, like, if they want to find us, they can find us. (laughs) Really not a fan of uh, any kind of surveillance, really. No. No. Hey, government, Maybe, maybe stay out of my business, why don't you? Hey, government, leave us alone. Hey, government. Leave those kids alone. Oh. Just um,
1: another brick and fuck. Uh, p- yeah, Pink Floyd. Fuck. <laughs> All I could think there was Pearl Jam. I'm like, that ain't right. I'm glad
0: look,
1: this
2: movie's not very long, Nick.
1: <laughs> I just want to apologize to anyone who's still listening. <laughs> Maybe this is good. I don't know.
2: We are on the um, we're on the latest episode of The Simpsons
1: Index. That was a fun time. Yeah. I was listening back to that today. I'm like, oh, this is good. We did a good job of this. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's always fun when we get to hang out with E-Train.
2: Yeah. It's weird. I like our podcast. I listen back to it. I'm like, oh, this is good. I would listen to this even if I wasn't one of the people on it. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, I think I mentioned, I, I said something about like listening to listening to my podcast to someone the other day and they've said you listen back to your own podcast like yeah why wouldn't i it's good it's a good podcast." yeah exactly i mean
1: <laughs> on the basis that my mantra has always been why would i make because i felt the same when i was in a band as well i used to listen to the recordings that my band made because yeah. i wrote the type of song that i wanted to hear why was yeah. it weird for me to listen to it and it's also like, you know, if we want to
2: keep getting better, and I feel, like we and this is the best podcast in the world, but, you know, if you want to keep getting better, you've got to listen to your own work to, you know, figure out. Because one thing that I've said to you is that these episodes used to require a lot more editing than they do now because we used to have a lot of little vocal ticks yeah. that we now don't do anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Got to listen to your own podcast, baby.
1: Got to listen to the cast when it's made for you. Very good. Home has been pulled to bits. His shoe is one bit. His leg is another bit. He's now put back together. Yeah, because he's
2: realized. What was the lesson there? Like he needs to be less selfish or whatever? Oh, I don't fucking know.
1: (laughs) The weird uh, tree clapping hands are strange. Just, you know,
2: the scene in the movie where the guy needs to realize that he was in the wrong.
1: Yeah. I'm a fuckwit.
2: I'm a fuckwit. Howdy, howdy, howdy.
1: He says he's going to drop 10 pounds. How much is 10 pounds in the kilograms? Uh well, like four and a half. Ten pounds. Maybe less than that. kilos. It is four and a half, yeah. Fuck. four four point 4.536. Jesus. <laughs> I'll forgive you the point zero three six that you didn't get.
2: <laughs> God,
1: I'm just... <laughs> I can't focus on the screen anymore.
2: How many more minutes have we got in this thing?
1: Let me have a look. <laughs> Uh the movie's a minute twenty-three, we're at fifty-eight forty two. Oh, that's not so
2: bad. Twenty five minutes.
1: Long time, James. It's a long <laughs> time.
2: Yeah, if this was just a standard recording, we'd be uh just finishing the first episode by now.
1: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but think of how much more fun we have in those recordings, because we didn't have to watch the Simpsons movie. Yeah, that's true. Can we resolve to never watch this again? We already did that. <laughs> I know. And then I decided it would be funny. <laughs> boy howdy. And then boy howdy was I wrong. <laughs> We should have just watched uh, Grown
2: Ups 2 fifty-two times instead. Oh hey Tim, hey guy. Tim, guy. <laughs> uh during the um the bleak period where I moved in and lived with Nick, it wasn't bleak, I I very much enjoyed living with you, but it was a uh, you know bleak period in our lives. <laughs> and we both listened to all of season the first one. season of The Worst Idea of All Time, that podcast about the two New Zealand comedians who watched Grown Ups 2 fifty-two times. And we started calling each other Tim, which yeah. is the name of one of the characters, because we there was one reference in there that we enjoyed
1: that ended with the word Tim. Oh, don't think we had to make that comparison, Tim. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we called each other Tim for about two years. And then when we started doing this podcast, yeah. you specifically said to me, Nick, you've got to stop calling me Tim. <laughs> well, it I said I f-
2: need to subdue it as well. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> jest on you? It won't fly on the podcast. It will be weird if on a podcast we are referring to each other as Tim. Uh, sure, will. I Tim. think we still did it at least once. Yeah, <laughs> once or twice.
1: And I reckon you got out of it with the get out of jail free card of uh, it's not worth taking the time to explain <laughs> that. And that we did because yeah. we've got nothing else to talk about because <laughs> this movie's so fucking dumb. <laughs> Stop. Ah, uh, we're coming up
2: on. You remember, this is like one of the two gags that they released, like a teaser trailer for to like show off what the movie was going to be like. This between a rock and a hard place gag coming oh, up. No, I don't remember. Very nice sound effect coming up. The little
1: tink. Ah, uh, the tink is good. The little tink of the wrecking ball.
2: Tapping the side of the van. Yeah, But now oh. we get this very tedious gag.
1: Yeah, and the, the two f- things they put oh. out in teaser
2: trailers were this and the hammer in the eye. Uh oh. oh.
1: Oh, I hate it so much.
2: Why is the bar called a hard place?
1: Why is there a tavern called a hard place?
2: Yeah, the great thing about editing this episode is because we're watching it along with the movie, I really can't cut anything out. Which is going to make it very easy to edit this one. You can use, yeah,
1: you can use envelopes to mute things, but cutting out is going to be difficult. Just won't cut anything. Just won't cut anything. Bart's going to scratch his shackles. My Bart uh, really goes through a lot in this movie. Sounds like an old-timey phrase. Well, scratch my shackles. (laughs) (laughs) There hasn't been a shackle scratcher around here for forty years. Shackle Shackle scratcher. Shackle scratcher here. General Shackle Scratcher. Oh, that's weird. Hey, Ma, the Shackle Scratcher's in town, Sam. The, fam- the families, uh, uh, uh Marge, Lisa, Barton, Maggie are lying down in what almost could have been a swastika if any of them had their legs bent.
2: Yeah, I mean, you gotta be careful. You just gotta be careful. You just
1: gotta be careful. I've
2: got a tweet going viral today. What are we up to on the tweet? The tweet is a screenshot of a thing I saw on Facebook about a cat who has been appointed lord of Bishu Matsuyama Castle. The hell happened to my lord. <laughs> in Japan. And it's currently on seven thousand seven hundred and ninety-three retweets and nineteen point one thousand likes. That's a lot. I feel a little weird about this because uh you know, I didn't do anything. I did make a follow up tweet, you know, try kind of the you know, listen to my soundcloud equivalent. The cat is going viral. Please listen to my podcast. Also, Point the Point and Clickbait Patreon, I'll talk about that in a moment, or both Okay, love you, that has one retweet and 71 likes. Wow. I should mention what that's about. Last week, I joined uh, Point and Clickbait, which is a little satire website about video games, and I'm now like the second in command there, and we have a Patreon, and if you support that Patreon, you can give me some money. Why not do
1: that, huh? Wouldn't that be nice? Don't say what are you so afraid of? Uh, for anyone wondering, my cryptocurrency account is at twenty six dollars thirty.
2: A total loss of about twenty four dollars.
1: Uh, no, because I put in more. All <laughs> oh, right. I think my I think my total investment has been seventy five dollars. Okay. And I have twenty six dollars so on that. Down to about a
2: third. Yeah. I'm sure it'll bounce back.
1: Oh, (laughs) will it? (laughs) That seems to be the trend in cryptocurrency, right? People are all about it. But the thing is, it hasn't bounced back for a very long time. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I feel like cryptocurrency gets a bad rap just because it's destroying the environment and a fundamentally bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, it's great. Yeah.
1: Homer's got a jetpack. Uh, he's ignoring for a tube of super glue. Oh. What a man.
2: I know he's going to get his hands stuck to his little balls. He grabs so viciously at his crotch there. I find uh, it upsetting.
1: I find everything upsetting. <laughs> the captain then was grunting and screaming, and uh, the same. <laughs> Still says grunting and screaming.
2: Speaking of grunting and screaming and being upset, uh, what is our plan after this? Are we going to record another
1: episode? I think we're going to get some food and then yes. re- and then record another episode. Okay, because I we're mm. going to start season six. Are we going to start season six? I guess so. Okay, isn't that what we're scheduled to do?
2: Like <laughs> I I got I got a bit of a thought. I've had an idea oh. thing, and uh, maybe you won't be on board with it. Maybe the idea will fundamentally upset you and you'll
1: refuse to do it. Is it to watch this movie again?
2: <laughs> no.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'll get into it in a moment. Oh, you—you you tease me on foreshadowing. it. Foreshadowing. <laughs> I'm petrified to find out what's happening now. Oh my
2: god! I what got a little
1: bit of an idea
2: for what we could do next to properly close out the season. We'll
1: see. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So, for any listeners who who are wondering if I'm playing along, I genuinely don't know what he has in mind. Well, I mean, you surprised me with this. Maybe it's time
2: for me to get my revenge. Uh,
1: okay, <laughs> excellent. That sounds good. Not <laughs> ominous at all. Are we going to go through the Croatian playboys again? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I know that you're talking
2: about the magazine, but i like to imagine you just want to do an episode about, like, playboys who live in Croatia. <laughs> 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 and here we see Eduardo. Look at him. Look at him with his <laughs> thick... Look at him on his yacht. <laughs> Look at him with his thick chest hair. <laughs> now, this guy was a real playboy in my book. My book being playboy. My book, Croatia. Plays. By the way, the uh, editor of Penthouse Australia is listening. You still owe me about $700, so... Oh. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever gained that money. Penthouse Australia really fucked me. Oh. To be, I mean, is this something you want like, to be? Is this something you want to be putting out in the public record? Well, here's the thing: like, I wrote some stuff for Penthouse Australia, and now I'm kind of a bit embarrassed about it because like the people running Penthouse Australia are real fuck boys. Like, they tried to like fund a tour of Milo Yeninopoulos. I feel like maybe I should owe, owe up to the fact that I did write some stuff for them. Yeah. and am now a little bit ashamed.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah. Far out. 'Cause uh
2: yeah, you know.
1: Did they try to fund that tour under the basis that they are the last true bastion of free speech or some bullshit like that? Something like Because yeah. I
2: like they got in contact with me, they wanted some
1: tech writing. So I mostly
2: wrote about what a piece of shit Elon Musk
1: is. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: a lot of my writing for them was just like, you know, look at this fuck boy. Look at this fuck
1: you fuck know, boy. I thought
2: I thought, you know, this magazine, it's got some problems. Maybe I can get like a better like You know, leftist ranting in here, and, you know... Yeah. That can be a thing that I do. So I did, and then they never paid me. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. So, don't write for Penthouse. And, Uh, you know, they've employed, like, some good writers who write
1: about interesting stuff, and then they've
2: employed fucking, like, Daisy Cousins as well. Yeah.
1: You know... Um, the little AI robot just got overwhelmed. By- so they have they unleashed an AI robot to try and disarm the bomb. Yep. He got so overwhelmed by the pressures of life that he blew his little AI brains out. Yep. Same. Distressing. Yeah. <laughs> Thirteen, eleven, fourteen. If you need help, from yep. lifeline. <sighs> Is this? ever gonna end i know that we're approaching like the final climax scene but gosh yeah, now get another
2: grand uh homer has to do something so he's just capable of doing it scene mm. homer x machina yeah oh that's good i mean kind of <laughs> i don't actually <laughs> i don't actually think it works well deus and homer have very little you know homer is in the machine i guess would be the
1: Yes, Homer is in the machine, as yeah. opposed
2: to, what, what is God. that? God, God, God is, is in the machine.
1: machine. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. I should have known that from our school motto, James. Uh, Deo Duque? Yeah, it? with God as our leader. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, that felt very, um, uh, thank God you're here. <laughs> oh, and our school motto, which is, of course. Uh, um, um, <laughs> thank um, God you're here, are you?
2: Specific reference to an Australian TV show from the mid 2000s that we both enjoyed. No. Just limited. I didn't enjoy it. At I all. liked it when McAliffe or Frank Woodley was on it. Yeah. Because they would kind of like refuse the call. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like I remember Frank Woodley went on there once and clearly, because the premise of this show was it would be like a.
1: Like an you, improv you, you were thrown show into where it's in the middle of an improv scene.
2: Yeah. But like it would always be like here's very obvious setup and then they'd respond. And if like they didn't respond in a way the person who had a script liked, the person with the script would just try to steer them back in a certain direction.
1: Yeah, and it like I, I hated that show because of the obviousness of the setups, and yeah. my my standard response to that show is, oh yes, our school motto, which is, of course, <laughs> yeah. and then they just stare expectantly at the person. And the thing that drove me nuts about it is that the, the fucking audience of the show, they wouldn't laugh for the genuinely funny answers of Michaelif et al. Yeah. They'd be laughing for the comedians <laughs> who go, oh, um, uh, 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 or... Poo! (laughs) And it's like, no, no, do
2: heaps better than that. So that show really did not do enough to actually encourage like good improvisation. But my favorite thing that I remember from that show is uh, when Michaela, Sean Michaela, funniest person in Australia was, it's him and Demi Lardner, and they're my favorites, but he was hosting, he was meant to be like the host of a children's show. And they went in and the other host, the one with the script said to him, so, what is the uh, what's the letter of the week this week? Which is not a funny setup. Yeah, and he said, "Ah, uh, this week's letter is from Alfred Gerns. Yes, yeah, <laughs> which I think is just very funny because Alfred Gerns is an inherently funny name. Yes, and he immediately ruins the pro- you know ruins the the setup takes off in a different direction. And then shortly afterwards, somebody in a giant bear, bear costume, costume walked in as the next character. And McCarth
1: pointed at him and said, it's Alfred Gerns. Yeah, yes. be- because it was like, oh, and-, and Sean, who's this coming into the set now? Oh, that's uh, it's Alfred Gerns. But then
2: the person with the script is like, no, don't be silly. It's so-and-so. It's like, fuck off. Just I, follow me. on this. It's
1: so dumb that they- You're like, to yes and, the entire, not no, sorry, but. The entire point of the show is, improvisation and then they don't let you improvise oh it's very dumb we've just got the scene uh where they fall down the gorge and
2: they show the ambulance that crashed with homer in it back in season two kind of like that yeah it's quite nice yeah and then the dome shatters in a killing dr nick riviera and probably some other people in
1: an absolute blitz of computer animation that Mm. dome shatters. Oh, Dr. The Nick got a huge shard of glass right in his little dick. Right in his urethra. Jesus, that's precise. <laughs> yep. Why is Russ in Springfield <sighs> Why
2: is now? The movie's still going.
1: <laughs> also, you know something that, like, a major plot hole in this movie? The entire reason it was put under the dome yep. was the toxicity of the lake was going to spread and eventually take over America with its toxicity. Mm. It's been months under the dome, and everyone is still alive. I yeah. feel like the lake is not that toxic.
2: Yeah, fuck, you're right. This movie, again, it just drops its environmental message entirely. Like, it doesn't matter to the movie. Yes. It's like that whole thing in, like, you know, at the start of an episode of The Simpsons, there'll quite often be an A-plot that gets dropped. Except, like, the A-plot is something that, sh- in this case, should be essential to the movie. Like, this is a very major theme it's working with.
1: Should be. hmm Isn't.
2: What do you want for lunch? Good question. I am hungry. Mm. What are you thinking?
1: Tonight. Hmm. Do we get um Do we get bun me again? Or do we go to Sushi Ooh. Train? Uh is sushi train gonna be fucked today? Yeah, probably. Mm. Almost certainly.
2: I do like a good bun me. I don't know. We'll figure it out.
1: We are but two men.
2: I feel like, I don't know, would it be better like go and buy something rather than to order something and then wait for it?
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah, but I only got a walk in a box or noodle box. I forget mm. which one's nearest to me.
2: Yeah. We can have a look at Sushi Train. Maybe it won't be fucked. Maybe. Maybe some, Maybe a miracle will happen. We better put some real pants on then. Mm. Or at least some shoes. Well, before we do that, this, uh, this movie, how much longer we got left on this movie... Uh, Ten minutes, minutes. Okay, somehow. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch you on my idea for the next episode now and have you spend like nine minutes, I guess, trying to talk me out of doing
1: it. Oh god. All right, so look,
2: this is something we've talked about doing for a while, but I thought, you know, to you know, to really make it happen. Wait,
1: Wait. you're gonna pull something out of your bag? Yep. What hell have you got in your bag for? Well me? the
2: thing is, like, you know, I, I didn't allude to this before because in the spirit of the What podcast, are you rummaging through your bag I for? I wanted to be a bit sneaky with it. I've brought with me... Oh, uh, you brought the, Twin the, Peaks. Yep, i brought Twin Peaks with me, and I... Because we have a bit of time, it's a bit long, but I think we have time to do it today. I thought maybe we could watch the pilot of Twin Peaks, and finally do an
1: episode of Sneaky Peaks. Oh, God! <laughs> Uh well, we're gonna have to do it eventually. So yeah, all right. We've got a, we've got an, enough time today that we can fucking watch Twin. Okay, so Nick,
2: Peaks. Nick, here's the thing. I think maybe you will kind of like Twin Peaks.
1: I I'm gonna be astonished if I do. Okay. Also, okay, by Nick? the way. Hang on, I just want to say to the listeners. So I pulled up the time code a minute ago, and the time has ten minutes left. You the started. Credits are now rolling, but the credits are now rolling. You you timed that reveal
2: perfectly. <laughs> yes, I did. So this movie is essentially only seventy four minutes
1: long. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, that's fucking bonkers. <laughs> um, oh god. All right, why do you think I will like Twin Peaks? I just I should have known something was up when you brought a fucking bag along. <laughs> You said it was to collect your underpants it's and like your like playboy.
2: The pilot is a very dramatically interesting piece of work. It is modeled on a soap opera in you're, many ways. You're a dramatically interesting. Uh, look, it's piece full of, work. of very attractive women. Oh, that's which what I, I think you will like. Yeah. It's it's genuinely interesting and weird and okay, I'm going to say something. Just before we watch this, uh all I ask of you is that while we are watching Twin Peaks, you take how invested I am in Twin Peaks seriously enough to
1: not make fun of me for enjoying it. No, that's fine. That's okay. fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I can. I can definitely. And if you uh,
2: could go in with like an open enough mind to the fact that. I have said this is a very good thing, and even if you don't like it, there's
0: some value there. Yeah, I know. I'm,
1: I'm happy to make fun of. I'm happy to make fun of you in the abstract, but when we're actually watching it, I'm not going to be sitting there going, "Oh, get a load of this horseshit." <laughs>
2: this is like that time we watched uh, Muppets Christmas Carol, and you got annoyed at me <laughs>
1: because I kept making jokes,
2: which is fair. Yeah, because
1: I'm very invested in that film. Yeah, So we have to keep watching the end credits? Uh No, I think we're probably good Okay The end
2: credits are rolling Uh That has been The Simpsons movie That's the How many times do you think You've seen this movie?
1: Well, we wa- this is the third time We've watched it for this And I think I'd seen it Maybe twice Or three times before Well, I saw it twice In the cinema And then my
2: sister bold, Really liked it I think twice. I owned it on DVD I watched it at least once And I watched it with her A few times it's pa- I've probably seen this movie Like eight times it's Too many times It's not very good either
1: it's Too many times <laughs> yeah. Citizen Kane, I've seen twice. Okay. So, next time you hear my voice, I'll be in a post-Twin Peaks world on the next episode. Yeah, and possibly we will never watch um, the Simpsons movie
2: ever again in our lives. Yeah, I
1: hope we don't. <laughs> Does, um, is, is Twin Peaks, is that going to be a 22 Flims, or are we going to start a new subgenre? It'll be Sneaky Peaks. <laughs> oh, it'll be the first titled episode of Sneaky yeah, Peaks. Yes. That means they're going to be. Well, more that's why I kept changed. it a secret. That's why there are going to be. That means there are going to be more episodes. you uh, make? Well, we'll see I would go with this one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks, everyone. Peace out. Uh. uh Weezer Wuzzle. Fuck. Oh, I've got a. Oh, fuck. I never. If only this movie had any lines in it. Um. Hang on. Oh, everything we lied. Oh, the only ones I can think of are all terrible. Just say one of those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go again. Where's a wazzle? Thank you, boob lady. Spray.
2: Spray.
1: I've hit record. Just because I I had to get up off the couch, but I figure what we'll do is we'll get to the menu screen and then do an intro.
2: Yeah, I mean this can be the the sting. We're watching the piracy; it's a crime ad, and uh... I mean there's really nothing to say about this that hasn't been said. This this ad is one of the most over-discussed ads I think in the modern canon, and nobody has anything funny or interesting left to say about it. No.
1: Uh, Maybe I would steal a car if I could just download it
2: and we're getting an ad for Channel 10 the old home of the Simpsons weird to see an ad for television on a DVD two outdated mediums (laughs) I mean, Marshall McLuhan might argue that the medium is the message and there's still, you know, some compelling uh, information to be taken from this this, uh, artifact, but I don't know, McLuhan Nick is adjusting his mic stand shut up! (laughs)
1: <laughs> I was under the very strict impression that we weren't going to do any talking until we get to the menu screen. And then you launch into this thing, and I'm like, well, I'm not ready yet, so I'm not going to interact. It's perfect.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> just our interactions fall down. <laughs> it's such a perp- just me rambling some bullshit, oh. and you loudly telling me to shut up.
0: <laughs> Wonderful.